snap. Fakes the handoff to Smith. Rolling to his right. Still looking for a receiver. Breaks the tackle and he's got a seam. Down the sideline, touchdown Michigan. And off his box, a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's said And off his box, a box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have half a mind to leave you Babe, that means I have Half a mind to stay so what if Pandora's lunchbox was a box of chocolates? What would we do? We would, would we eat it or would we listen to it? Well, let's listen and find out. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, in fact, a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. My name is Mike. Food, culture, and food news going on for the next half hour. Food events going on, which will allow you to eat food and celebrate the season, whichever season it may be. This being summer still, technically, summer is fading away. It's also sad. This is the last Pandora's lunchbox of summer, but food is still growing. It is really, it is. I haven't, I haven't played this song in a while, so I'm going to just help to delay the end of summer, hopefully with this song right here. Here are the temptations, and, well, it's growing.
Funny how that song starts with a snowball. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, though. It's it's growing by The Temptations from their album, The Temptations Sing Smokey. Yes, Smokey Robinson wrote that. He wrote My Girl. He wrote The Way You Do the Things You Do. He wrote You Beat Me to the Punch, which is sort of another food song, right? Sort of. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and it's odd for me to go right from this almost already into a public service announcement, but there's a reason I'm going to do this. Tonight, actually it's already started, is a benefit for Chrysalis, which is the educational arm of the Community Farm of Ann Arbor. It's tonight, starting at 5, already started, and it's till 11 p.m. That's taking place at Zingerman's Cornman Farms in Dexter, featuring live music from the Billy King Band. It's a silent auction, farm tours, appetizers from local produce, bonfires, yard games, and cocktails. Facebook has the page Community Farm of Ann Arbor with all the information, and here's a little bit about the Community Farm of Ann Arbor itself. Ready? Let's do it. The Community Farm of Ann Arbor has openings for new members. Operated according to the principles of biodynamic and community-supported agriculture, the farm is located west of Ann Arbor at 1525 South Fletcher, between Jackson and Sile Church Roads. Full-time farmers, apprentices, and volunteers work together to provide fresh produce for dozens and dozens of local families who visit the farm to pick up their shares. You can communicate with the farm online via communityfarmofaa.org or call 734-433-0261. There's your description, courtesy Arwolf. Arwolf will be here at coming up at 7 with Face the Music. Always looking forward to that. Thursday evenings are good evenings on WCBN, you know. Uh, 7 o'clock, Face the Music with Arwolf. In the meantime, I figure since summer is slowly, slowly fading away, the slower the better, if you ask me. Maybe we can start to put summer to bed with a bedtime story, huh? What do you think? I was just in Omaha, Nebraska to visit my folks and my bro. Hi, folks. Hi, bro, if you're out there. And I bought this album, as you, as you can see right here by looking at your radio. This is by Mickey Katz. It's called Cat's Pajamas. It's, uh, it's uh, bedtime stories for the young and old, such as Bagel, Locks, and the Tree Bears, which we're about to hear. We'll see if I can fit in uh, Yoshki and the Beanstalk, too. But in the meantime, we're going to hear this one. But first, a little bit about Mickey Katz. Mickey Katz was born Meyer Katz in Cleveland in 1909. A good Midwestern boy, you know. Fresh out of high school, Katz Katz landed a gig playing clarinet and sax for Phil Spitalny and went on a road tour with the band. Spitalny, by the way, was a musician, music critic, composer, and band leader who was heard often on the radio during the 1930s and 1940s. Here's your food connection. After the tour, Cats played in Doc Whipple's big band at the Golden Pheasant Chinese Restaurant in Cleveland for about a year. And I found the image of the Chinese restaurant on an old postcard. And the phone number was Cherry4984. 
What a smorgasbord of food references. Well, we'll learn a little bit more about Mickey Katz in just a moment, but in the meantime, let's hear this album that I bought across the border from Omaha in Council Bluffs, Iowa, a record store called Canesville Records, which claims to have about a million albums, and it looks like they do, and it looks like they're all kind of piled on top of each other. You just got to take a running start and dive in. Speaking of which, let's dive into Bagel, Locks, and the Tree Bears. Mickey Katz. Many seasons ago, little kiddies, they lived in a jungle, punked outside of Hoboken, a hotel by the name of Langerlachs. Langerlachs had a nice wife, and her name was Belly Locks. And they had a darling daughter, and her name was Bagel Locks. Such a tasty little family. Papa loved the mama, mama loved the papa, and they both loved little Bagel Locks, their little golden-haired daughter. Little Bagel Locks went to nursery school, a charming progressive place called the Happy Hedel. There she learned to do the olive bays and the cha-cha-cha. Every day a big bus came and drove little Bagel Locks to and from the school. So listen what happens one day. Comes like this. Was time for Bagel Locks to hop out of the bus and into the hoist. And the bus driver, her name was Miss Linus, said, Okay, Bagel, out you go. See you tomorrow and grease the mama. And with a big butcher, the bus pulled away and little Bagel Locks stood waving goodbye. Hmm, smell the fresh air, said Bagel to herself. Such a lovely day. I think I'll just skip around a little. And so she skipped with the kachkalach. She skipped with the squirrels, and not only skipped, but she danced a little horror with the chipmunks. And so, skipping and dancing, she came all of a sudden upon the cutest little cottage. Whoo, exclaimed Begala, this must be a model hoist. This I got to take a look on. So in she went, and what did she see? A room killer. And in the room killer was three chairs. A Morris chair, a rocking chair, and a high chair. Whoo, what Fun, sang out Bagel Locks. I must try out these chairs for the size. So first she tried the Morris chair. Boy, oh boy, what a deep, deep chair. And little Bagel Locks sang down, 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 down. And she gave out a gashray, Oi, help, sirs! And with a push, she got out of Morris. That's the chair I'm talking about. Next she gave a sample the rocking chair. Ah, so relaxing. So she had get racket and get bucket and get bucket and get racket and get racket and get bucket and get racket and that's all. Till she fell out on the carpet. Now there was one more chair to go, the high chair. So up, up, up. Climb Bagel Locks up into the chair. That's it, she cried. This chair is me shiggy. No, now she was ready for the next plateau. So up she lifted her egala, and there standing in the corner was a table. And on the table was three plates chicken soup. A big teller, a middle-sized teller, and a pizzeller. A little teller. I think, said Begala, a fazook for is the big teller soup. It's too salty. Right away she didn't like it altogether. No, I'll taste for it out. It was the middle-sized plate soup. Too much pepper. So I'll sample the baby portion, she said. Oh, this tastes good like a cigarette should. Better should taste like chicken soup. And Begalox swallowed with one sloop. Now Begalox was getting real slippery, so she started to look for a place to lay down her kepale. 
So up she went the steps and she came to a big bedroom. And in this bedroom there was a bed. And on this big bed was a big madras, king size. So Begala lay down. Boy, tuck on this bed, you can get fablonged. So she went to the next bedroom, a middle-sized bedroom, with a middle-sized madras, queen size. Begalak sat down on his madrats and gave a look around the room. Ech, green. I don't dig the entire color scheme. So she went on to the last room, a little tiny bedroom. Hmm, boy, she says, this is simply darling. I will put my little capital on this little battle. So she did, and she fell asleep singing, Oh, yeah, come from Melabemel, and I'm gonna have Padremel. No, come close, little Kindalach. Now comes a little excitement. For Kim, now, comes home the tenors from the Hoys, a family by the name of Bear, Tata Bear, Mama Bear, and Teddy Bear. They are returning from a bar mitzvah at the zoo. Now they're entering the living room. They look around the living room. Hey, a fire! Everything is by Shakapoya! They all cried out. And then Tata Bear said, Somebody give us that, some I Morris, Chair Morris wouldn't like it. Mama Bear gave out with a quitter, Some out the knacker, push my rocker. And little Teddy Bear cried, Mommy, Tati, that's not fair. Somebody was cackling in my high chair. Now the Bear family rushed over to the table. They saw it was messed up to Majid. Aha, Papa Bear gave out a yellow. Some fella used my teller. And Mama Bear cried, Someone give us up, mine zip. And Teddy Bear complained, Somebody give a taste mine lotion. Me dad an introduction. And now Kinderlach, the three bears were real hopping mad. And up the stairs, they went to see what's all about it there. Papa Bear gave a look in his room and said, some Fred used my bed. Mama Bear ran into a room, can snap, just listen what happened to my kitchen. And little Teddy Bear started to tattle, come see who is sloughing in my battle. And the three bears all pointed, there she is. Big Lux spoke with a startle. There looking on her was three bears. Hoi, hey, gangway, she yelled. Like a flash, she made a dash for the window. She ran and ran past the Kachkalach, past the squirrels, past the chipmunks, until she reached her own hoys. And never again did she get for blunges. So take her nature from Big Lux. Don't monk around with a bear because you're liable to finish up over a mantelpiece. Sleep well, kiddies. <laughs> I'm out of breath. That was exhilarating. That was Mickey Katz from his album Cat's Pajamas or Pajamas from 1959. And that was Bagel Locks and the Tree Bears. Says here on the liner notes, ooh, this tastes good like Zicken T-Z-I-C Zoop should. I should pronounce this correctly, right? Says here on this album, he also features his sister Jean Schneider who is a professional writer and an amateur scholar in the language and literature of Yiddish. She helped him to create these literary matzo pieces. I read it off the liner notes. Not that pun was not my fault. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's quarter to seven already. Coming up at seven, face the music with Arwolf. This show about food here and culture is looking at events happening this weekend in Ann Arbor and surrounding areas, including this Sunday at the Mallets Creek Branch of the Ann Arbor District Library at 3 p.m., an event called the People of the Three Fires, celebrating the ceremonies of food of the Ojibwa, Odawa, and Potawatomi tribal groups of Michigan. That's at the Ann Arbor District Library, 3 p.m. this Sunday, and it's that's the Mallets Creek Branch, I should say, and that's free. Information is at aadl.org. On Friday, no, Saturday and Sunday is the 4th Annual Ann Arbor Russian Festival. And that's actually, I believe, let me get the address in a second here. I'll get that to you in just a second. But a program of events includes infused vodka tasting, 
includes a musical group called Moscow Nights, which I believe tours nationally, if not internationally, also featuring the Rostavi Georgian dancers. The whole thing begins with a Russian bell ringing, and there is a food kitchen, a tea room with authentic Russian sweets. See lots of food, right? You know, food. A dance program, kids' performances, and animated films featuring vintage Russian folk tales. And also the Konevets Quartet from St. Petersburg, Russia, will be performing. And this is all taking place at St. Vladimir's Church. And I'm looking at the website to find the exact location of this church. Here it comes. It is not right in front of my face. And I'm going to get that to you in just a moment. This is very silly. But you can find out more at General Questions and Inquiries. Call Nathan at 734-678-8042 about the Ann Arbor Russian Festival, Saturday, September 17th, and Sunday, September 18th. Actually, if we look at our WCBN events listings here, we should be able to find that for you in just a second. At WCBN.org, we have events listings, we have concert listings, we have a list of all the music that we have played so far, and it looks like the Russian Festival is at St. Vladimir Church. And you can find out more on the web at the Russian Festival if a telephone is ringing, that means it's time to play some more music. Let's play some music by this group right here. This group is called The Stolen Sweets, and this is a song called Dinner for Two, and it goes a little something like this. Pork chops and applesauce And sugar cakes with a lemon frost Fried chicken with mustard greens Not made for two, but only me It's lonely past my kitchen door No dancing on my kitchen floor It's half dishes to be sure Top hot cocktail nuts make just for you. Meal time in my nook is just so lonely. Can't you see? The only thing I need right now is for you to have dinner with me. A lampshade, succotash, a champagne spread for two. Chicken and dumplings, chocolate cake. That's what I want to make for you.
Well, that was lovely. And in this place, Ann Arbor, where it's harder and harder to find a place where people can eat dinner because there are more and more people eating, eating, eating everywhere. It's nice to know that there's a place where you can get dinner for two with all of those particular items. It doesn't list the location, however, of that place, but that was the stolen sweets and dinner for two. But I do have the location of the fourth annual Ann Arbor Russian Festival. That is at the St. Vladimir Russian Orthodox Church. It is at 9900 Jackson Road in Dexter. Parking is free. More information is at their website. Uh, you can look up Ann Arbor Russian Festival online. Again, that's the St. Vladimir Russian Orthodox Church. It's on Jackson Road near Dancer Road. Thank you very much for the caller who uh, called and let me know at the exact location of that event. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And Arwolf is here. He is going to help us to face the music in just a moment. And other events going on around town, we're going to have to tell you, well, I can tell you ahead of time one that we're going to learn more about in the near future. The Downtown Home and Garden in Ann Arbor has their annual Pickle Judging Festival and their Jam Judging Festival. And so they're taking, they're taking, here we go, Jam and Pickle events at Downtown Home and Garden. This is pretty exciting. On October 1st and 8th, you should look go to the Downtown Home and Garden website, find out more details about that, and you can find out when these events are taking place. In the meantime, we've got another story from Mickey Katz, and I think this one is a beauty. This is going to be called, uh, this is going to be Yoshka and the Beanstalk, I believe is the name of this one. Shall we uh, get right to that? Here we go. A long time ago, there lived in Scotland an Almuna. That's a widow by the name of Lady Higginhazen. And this Lady Higginhazen had a son, and the son's name was Yoshki, Yoshki Higginhazen. Well, this little family was very poor. In fact, they had nothing altogether. And all their landslide in the little town of Kapsen had for them the largest rachmonas. Now, Yoshki, the son, was a good boy, Chico. He went to Heda. He helped the mama. He slept after the mama. In fact, mama called him mama's little schlepper. Well, it came to pass one beautiful afternoon, Yoshki got home from school, went up to his mother and said, Mater, that's what they call a mother in Scotland, Mater. says, Mater, what's to eat? And his mother began never to cry and to vain. She says, nothing but mutton. And then she cried some more and says, I'm no glutton for mutton. Oh, if I only had some luxury, my kingdom for some luxury. Luxury, what's that? asked Yoshki. Oh, that's a very tasty Michael, said the mama. Where can I find this Michael called Lokshin? Why, on a tree, a Lokshin tree, that's where silly answered the mama. So a good little lad, Yoshki, was really a golden kin. He made a peckle mit zekel, and off he went in search of a Lokshin tree. No, what am I going to tell you? Don't ask. The poor boy valgued himself around for three whole weeks. He was down in the valley, up from the valley, climbed the mountains, the mountains high, low, low, high. What did he see? What did he see? In front of a gate, I think it belonged to Grossinger's, was a big beanstalk. And on the beanstalk, there was a big sign. And on the big sign, it said, Luck Luxion, property of Gedalia the Giant. Warning, Hitzer Dorten, Griecher Pirate Jerome Perlschmerl. Why, said Yoshki, I don't shrek so easy, Daddy-O. 
So up, up he started, up on the beanstalk in search of the lodge. He climbed and he climbed, and noch he climbed until Kumitsas, he came to another sign, and this one said, Climb no further, Boychikl, you are now entering the kingdom of the lodge. Beware of the giant. Oh boy, Yoshki gave out a geshrei. This must be the place. And little Kindalach, it was the place. It was a beautiful garden. Yoshki was so excited, such luscious luxury. He started to feel a zekel with noodles of noodles, a machaya. Then oida kimarola kasobvay train. And standing right in front of our little yingle was a giant with a great big single. And the single started moving and the giant started davening. Oh, oh. Fee-fi-fo-fum, I smell the blood of a cleaner bomb. I'll eat him for supper, I'll tell him to bits. I'll risk my garden, you little gullets. And the giant grabbed our Yoshki and started to quetch him to pieces. Ah, but don't be nervous, Kindalach. My Yoshki was ready for the mean giant. Quickly, he took out a long feather that he carried in his pocket for just such an emergency. And he started to kitzel Gedalia the giant on his little old big fat pipping. <laughs> And you know what, kiddies? The giant was just tickled to that. <laughs> no, my little friends, Yoshki Higginhazen returned a real hero to his hometown, Stetelekapsen, and there he opened up a big chain of drive-in restaurants featuring Yoshki's Luxenburgers. Yeah, <laughs> Michael in Michael. Good heavens. Thank you, Mickey Katz. Cat's Pajamas is the album. That was from 1959. And that was Yoshki and the Beanstalk. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. One more food event to mention. On Tuesday, September 20th, there's going to be an event at the Ypsilanti Farmer's Market celebrating Latino culture, food, and family. It's called Encuentros Latinos, and I hope that I am giving that the proper pronunciation. There's going to be music from the Tumbao Bravo Latin Jazz Band. There will be kids' activities. All at the Ypsilanti Farmer's Market downtown on South Washington Street this coming Tuesday from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Thank you for allowing that for so long. Our wolf is going to get ready to help you face the music in just a moment. In the meantime, one more food song. What proper show wouldn't have two things by Mickey Katz and two things by The Temptations, I tell you. So here are The Temptations and one of my favorite songs about party beverages. This is You Beat Me to the Punch. goes like this. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Mm, that day I first saw you passing by, passing by. I wanted much too shy I was looking at you so hard until you must have had so you came up to me and asked me my name baby you beat me to the punch you beat me to the punch beat me to the punch Must have had a thought. 
It's 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is R. Wolf Arwolf, and it's time to face the music. Every Thursday night, you get uh, somewhere around 60 minutes of vintage recordings from the first half of the 20th century, either stylistically or phantasmagorically, or most often just that's when the record was made. Once again, it's Joe time. This is part of the Joe series. Joe show number five now on Face the Music. And the series dedicated to the late Mahavishnu Joe. And occasionally you get Joe tunes, but for the most part, I think we're, uh, we're in the portion of the series where we got musicians named Joe. Like, for example, Joseph Wingy Manon, who in 1930 made a series of recordings under the uh, name of Barbecue Joe and his Hot Dogs. So that's who's going to play this first tune. Barbecue Joe and his Hot Dogs, 1930. This is the old Tin Roof Blues. Better make sure I got the right one. I think it's this one. <laughs> <laughs> 